Uh, hear me out here. I'm going to throw out two words. Tell me what comes to mind. Okay. Space junk. Mm. Satellites. Russia. <laughs> <laughs> I think it has more to do, kind of. No, yeah. actually, you know what? It kind of doesn't. I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. Um, currently, space junk is on a 500 mile an hour uh, collision course with the moon. What is the space junk? The moon is about to get hit by a bunch of junk. Can you explain the moon? Wait a minute, what's a moon? (laughs) So, what is, it's a leftover rocket. Oh, is that the Tesla? Not Tesla. Uh, What's the other thing? (laughs) The space version is Tesla. Well, Um, so it's saying that uh, experts believe that uh, it's China, but uh, Chinese officials are dubious it's theirs dubious dubious uh, what's the the spacex i thought spacex also had a thing they lost control of so it says and that was heading for the moon as well it says spacex originally took the rap for the upcoming lunar litter after yeah. asteroid tracker bill gray identified the collision course in january yes but he corrected himself a month later oh uh-huh. yep it was not um it was it was not a spacex falcon ro- rocket it was a oh. simple error Easily yeah. overlooked. I know. Freaking Bill Gray. What do you know? Yeah. <laughs> Took him a uh, month, though. He's like, oh, you know what? Is... That junk doesn't look like space action. So what does this mean for the moon? For the moon? <laughs> I mean. How does this affect the thing I care about it's most? 58 mile an hour hitting the moon, right? It's going to make a big yeah. old crater. Uh, a 58. 58. A 5800? The, the moon already has callous craters ranging up to 1,600 miles. Miles. The moon is defenseless. We have a little defenseless moon. <laughs> the moon, the poor moon. What will it do? And the, with no weather, there's no erosion. So the impact that craters do, it lasts forever. So yeah, it just sounds like the moon's about to get a new hole. <laughs> so like the last time we've actually been on the moon and like done anything there has been a while so it's yeah. like been virtually untouched for a long time to us it's true and so now it's like we try to preserve it and now we're just throwing junk there it is kind of messed up like that's what i mean like i think yeah. if you think to like the, the the base of the whole problem it's like all the things that we're putting up in the mm-hmm. sky, like we don't see the effect. But right. I mean, like you can't tell me that once like a thousand satellites hit the moon that we're not going to yeah. see the effects of that. <laughs> the, Tsunamis. Yeah, it's like the the, <laughs> the the last the last straw of the camel's back. It's the last satellite on the moon. Yeah, and and then bad things will happen. Well, I mean, with our national parks that we have, like extremely protected we get mad if people push over rocks (laughs) i mean not to discredit that they should they shouldn't have done it but like we're protective about rocks on top of rocks and this is the moon the biggest biggest rock rock. of them all space rock it's like somebody please (laughs) what is somebody gonna do about the big rock oh well the big rock in the sky big rock sorry moon (laughs) <laughs> if only they had better defenses. <laughs> it's defenseless. It's just literally defenseless. We, they need a lunar defense squad. Oh, yeah, like Space Force. <gasps> is that a segue? <laughs> they just have lasers and just... <laughs> is, this, is it still a thing? <laughs> yeah, I don't it's, know. It's a, it's, a, it's a new military branch. That's right? what I'm saying. It's, but yeah. it's for real still, right? Yeah, it's got to be. For real? Bro science. I don't know. I, probably real. I figured as soon as, yeah. as Trump was out of office that uh, <laughs> Space Force it. just... <laughs> 
<laughs> like, They're like, Aww. look, we don't really need this. Bye. I think it's important. We should have some something up in space. Some lunar defense. Some lunar defense. Well, lunar defense squad. Yeah, why not? <laughs> we're, we're defending an, a, a fake yeah. world in the metaverse. Why can't we defend the real, the moons and Marses of the, I say the world, but that doesn't really apply, of the universe. The universe. The universe. All of them. <laughs> Roll the intro. Okay. <gasps> While you're on that intro, tilt tilt David's cam down just a tad. He's he's very. You'll have to. Yeah, right. that one up up. Yep yep. Twist that left. Yeah. All right. Now tilt just a little bit. There you go. Switch to switch to David's cam. Oh, it's a little too much. You gotta go back up. Just a little too much. Back up back up. Right there right there. Oh yeah, that's like it was before. Yeah, it's actually really close. Looks the same. Split the difference. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks. Oh yeah. You know why? You know why we're testing out these little cameras? Because this is a podcast, and we also do video. If you want to watch it on the YouTube's, <laughs> this is the laziest intro you've ever done. The laziest intro. Oh my yeah, gosh! Yes. Is. Wow. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast, and we make videos. No, 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 no. The podcast so is a video. You. The podcast is the video. That's what I'm saying. If they want to watch it on YouTube, well. Oh my gosh, ladies and gentlemen, it's another episode of the Triflix cast. You're here, we're here, it's late, I'm hungry, but you know what, we're going to have a good time. Maybe you're enjoying a fresh meal while, yeah. while you're listening to this, maybe maybe not, I don't know. It's, it's yeah. a company, we're a company, we do uh, photo, video, website, graphics, not really anymore of the graphics, but we do the rest. <laughs> Dude, we, we, we actually cut the graphics department. Yeah. Dude, yeah. we had to downsize. COVID hit us hard, man. We had to. Yeah, we had what to, a shame. Got to get rid of the graphics. <laughs> we were department. really known for the graphics. <laughs> Triflex graphics, man. We were killing it. Uh, that's rough. Just couldn't keep up. Man. Sad to see him go. So yeah, yeah, we're based out of Columbus, Indiana, man. The best town of the world. Got the best podcast with the best media company, baby. The and best office. And the, the best office. And the best microphones. The best microphones. <laughs> sure. Look at that. A little sure. Sure. Sure, sure we do. <laughs> we should like get some electrical tape and put it over there. And if they like sponsor us, we'll just like pull Rip it, it off. off. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for sponsor. So for yeah. like for 400 bucks an episode, we'll like take all the, the SH off. And then like for 600 bucks, we'll take the, the all the way down to the Shoot. E. We'll do the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I like it. I like it. Um, I don't know what's on the docket. Who but are you? This week's been crazy. Oh yeah. Who are oh, yeah. you? Yeah. Who are you? That's important. I, I'm, I'm really tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. Wow. What about you? Who are you, man? That's a I'm host. David Baker, the efficiency manager. I got That's who I do things. <laughs> you, you look tired too. And we're all tired. Who's this other tired guy? <laughs> I'm Cole Ankney. I'm the producer. <laughs> Welcome. Wow. Why did you take that off? I don't know what it does. I'm just kidding. It's, it's a pop filled. Wisted Totkins. It's a little. <laughs> wow. Wisted <laughs> Totkins. <laughs> don't, 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 don't bleep me. <laughs> it was my nickname in middle school. I'm sorry for that. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry for you. Called. This is true. So why did you put uh, why we gave half of our companies <laughs> why we gave yeah, away yeah, half yeah. of our companies yeah so um, elaborate my friend people i think this is great i i've been thinking about it a lot lately why <laughs> i decided to give away half of my company you okay you you doing okay yeah yeah you feel okay about the <laughs> current you arrangement you gave away half of your company i gave away half of the company man. so you're looking at it the wrong way uh, is this okay? the logo you gained <laughs> another 50 percent of another company technically you own 150 percent of it yeah company. you doubled your company <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. so here's the thing. 
we have been busier than ever hence why we're all exhausted right now yeah also on David. top of that we just had to put together the whole podcast studio again because we ripped it apart for shoots this week. Yeah, we, we've to had make money to make money, uh-huh. money please, and we're killing it. We <laughs> isn't there like a cash register on there, like a cha-ching? Uh, There's no cha-ching. It, it. it would have been late. perfect. It's you ruined I, it. I, I ruined it. I have to watch the meters. <laughs> uh, dude, your grandma's gonna back. love this cha-ching. one. <laughs> she's, gonna, she's gonna like this one with your friends. Next intro. It's <laughs> Welcome to Triflex Cast, Grandma favorite podcast <laughs> that was on the other one. Oh, okay yeah. oh gosh yeah David's so uh, so i've 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 uh <laughs> i've owned the brand name triflix so whenever i said i gave away half of it that was really what i was referring to and i own and you, half of an l and licks licks <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's it folks yeah so cole's company was Ruxflow. my company was triflix and uh we we partnered and uh, the the whole idea of like building something from the ground up and then just hey you want to work together is one of the weirdest scariest things because uh i don't know the rates of divorce and i don't know the rates of a business partnership succeeding but um they gotta be close uh, there's a reason people are kind of nervous about both of those things um mm. it, it's a it's a lot to go into it's a lot of communication to, to keep things running and uh this last couple of weeks have been very nice we gave i gave away percentage because of um there's a lot for the company that I couldn't provide, and well, you um, keep saying give away. I feel like you're not, you didn't give it away. No, 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 <laughs> I know, not I know. at all. I don't like it's that because like no, you no, got no, no, no. literally <laughs> he half gave of away his... half of his company. I gave yeah. away half of my company, you and we, we put them companies. together. Technically, yes. it's equity. It's fifty percent. So it's fifty fifty. You gained a whole other company, but you lost fifty percent of the control. No, no, no. You gained friendship. You gained, yeah. You gained yeah. Maybe, maybe the real treasure all along was friendship. You were, yeah. you were able to give away fifty percent of equity, but you gained yes. someone yeah. you get to talk to three to four times a day. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. more than your own wife. Some, um, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, what does that like actually mean? I mean it's not a, con- a it. negative. It has yeah. a negative connotation, but I don't think it's a bad thing. So why did you choose? Why did, why did yeah. you say why did I choose Cole? Why, why him? <laughs> he no, was why the do third I have to put up down. with him? I chose no. you. Yeah. <laughs> That's you chose each other. Yeah. You chose I each did. other. Yeah, so no. yeah. I had to talk him into it. Okay. Yeah. I but, said, you uh, want to do this. He said, show me your numbers. I said, I, I don't know about that. You might want to say yes first. And then we'll look at the numbers. We'll look at the numbers later. We're still waiting to look at those numbers. <laughs> I'm waiting for some numbers, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no um, numbers for you. No numbers for me. These, these last few weeks, um, I mean, we've been working together for years now it's, it's right years yes. we're sorry for years we've been uh, weeks years we lost track blends. of time what's time <laughs> what is the concept i never know what day it is anymore is it <laughs> started working like almost right at the start of covid yeah it was at the yeah. start yeah. of covid which as you know it's 2020 um, the last like two years for everyone is kind of blown by it seems yeah. when i talk to people they're generally like ah wow it's not 2020 today yeah but um but that's all to say uh sharing the company how about that sharing partnering right yeah it's uh it's been like one of the the best decisions as a business owner that i think i've made hmm. um yeah go ahead tear you too, up, buddy tear up a little bit 
Um, I, I always grew up with like the bootstrap mentality of like, if you can't do it on your own, then you're too weak. Like you put in more yeah. time. Uh, if you put enough time, <laughs> you'll fix all your problems. I've or... never looked at you in the same way. <laughs> you partnered with this chump. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I haven't either. I, <laughs> I lost some self-respect that day. Yeah. Uh, so they're yeah. both half of the men they should be now. <laughs> That's I gave away half the company and half the man. I was say soul. I gave up fifty percent of my soul. But I mean, there's yeah. truth to that. Like make being the decision maker, giving up half of that is like that's the partnership it's like i don't get to just make every decision you don't get to make every decision but um mm. it's still been for the better because as partnership it's uh yeah there's so much more resources. Yeah, yeah no, and, it was about delegating. Yeah. yeah, time is a resource, believe it or not. It's yeah. not just equipment and money. It's like the ability for, it's like the assembly line. One person just does one job and they get really good and they get really efficient at it. And the next person go down the line, instead of doing yeah. building a Ferrari by yourself, which is a thing, like the it, back when Ferrari was first getting developed, one guy would build one car and it was worth a lot of money. And then Ford came along with manufacturing process and sped it up. And then Fords were significantly cheaper. And it's like... Yeah, we joined I, up and yeah. the company's not worth anything anymore. Well, after a certain point, <laughs> the company could get big enough where yes. it's like a mega corporation. And then that's where mm. it loses the soul, in Correct. my opinion. Correct. Yeah. Because it's just completely one person does this one thing and then they kind of fall through the weeds of it. But I think right now, being the startup size, it's like... Mm. We don't really, we have titles. The job <laughs> yeah. description is very flexible for each of those titles, but we try really hard to stay in the right lane. And yeah, I mean, with that, we've gotten more efficient at what each of us does in the company. We're getting there. I mean, especially as owners. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just one of those things, like, <laughs> especially when the business is the size that it is currently, there's no way of getting around, you know, waking up on a day-to-day -day basis and being like, oh, I've never done that, but let's do it. Yeah. It's just... You got some examples? It's pretty... Yeah, no, for sure. So recently, um, and I'll just be candid with everybody who's listening uh, or watching, um, we recently ran into um, kind of a growth issue where now we're trying to work with larger corporations. And uh, when you go to bid for a job, you got to make a proposal. <laughs> okay. No, this is a great no, story. No, no, I thought you were going to do something else. Keep going with that. Keep oh, okay. <laughs> well, bad. remind me if you got a better example. It's the invoice numbers, but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Keep I don't going. know if I want to talk about that one. Uh, okay. So... Um, <laughs> So anyways, it was it was really funny because um, we've started just trying to navigate that. And it's one of those things where some days now I have like more time into just filling out paperwork and making documents. Mm. And it was it, we, we ran into this issue where, you know, this company comes along and they're like, we can't wait to see your proposal. And I sent them an email <laughs> and we sent them a little slide deck that was, like showed kind of what we were concepts for the yeah. video. So, I mean... We did part of a proposal, essentially one section of what Actually, what we did be. was a part of pre-production. And well, yeah. you get paid for that <laughs> Usually. after they approve your proposal. So it's like, hey, we're really ambitious is one way they may have interpreted it. True. However, how, what do you think? I don't know. The <laughs> reply would make me think otherwise because I sent <laughs> this over and I said, we'd love to work with you. We can definitely work within your budget. I think our max would be here. So we'll be under budget for you we'd love to work with you. And I get yeah. an email back. All it said was, great, can't wait to see your proposal. <laughs> and I promptly called Tristan and I said, what is a proposal? Oh, yeah. And yeah. what do we need to do? Yeah, and so proposals... <laughs> 
for people that don't know, it's a, it's like a cost breakdown, and I've seen them used before. It's just mm. not something we've ever had a client request. And normally, um, when clients ask for things, they use generic terms, not knowing exactly what they want. So yes. usually, ninety percent of the time, when a client wants a proposal, they're just asking for like a storyboard idea of what. Uh, a high level macro view of the project and what it's going to look like and we anticipate that's what they wanted and when we sent it they were not <laughs> pleased uh, or at least they expected something else did and i send you i just i think i said you just like the screenshot oh yeah and you were like you just very quickly replied with like a laughing face and i was like yeah that's how i feel about it too <laughs> oh yeah uh, we, haven't, we haven't heard back from them yet, but we're, we're still counting. They might. I'm they not, never know. I'm not. I was getting ready to say, I don't think we won that client. So, uh, <laughs> well, but we I, were in a larger pool, which we're also like, new yeah. with. Yeah, because like with personal, more like face-to-face -face clients that aren't like biz big businesses, uh, they they aren't super worried about like the the nitty-gritty cost breakdown because they're probably not comparing against a whole bunch of different. Yes. proposals and yeah. that's the purpose of the proposals to make it very easy to compare company a company b all that stuff and yes. like smaller <laughs> clients not to discredit them or anything they're just not super in-depth like that yeah it's yeah. much more personal and like catered in a way it was like we will make this work and this is how this is going to happen type of thing and that's that's my tough thing to wrap my head around because obviously yeah. one of the reasons why tristan and i partnered was because he's worked with larger corporations like this. He's seen yeah. these things dealt with the paperwork. Mm. And for me, I'm like, I love <laughs> the face to face, the contact, the mm. phone call yeah. and be like, I know where you work, you know, where I work and like, we can have a conversation, we can get lunch, whatever. And it's like this, you know, very personable thing. I mean, that's one yeah. of the things I pride Triflix on is that we can provide that personable service. And I want to carry that through even to the larger companies because yeah. I think that's a big deal. Yeah, and there's two things. One, I remember the second one might come to me. Yeah. Uh, this, <laughs> <laughs> so the thing was, this wasn't actually the client. This was a marketing company mm. in, as a middleman. True. So good clarification. As David was pointing out, it's a very easy apples to apples comparison whenever you're looking at a bunch of bids on a project if you just yeah. show what your cost breakdown is. So it makes sense on why they wanted that information. It also makes sense for why the companies we usually work with don't ask for it because yes. if you're experienced with it and you're trying to make these comparisons daily for many clients like they're, they're representing companies that want videos and they're taking in a ton of different bids that's how they have to operate it's yeah. it's efficient that way and the second thing now that it came back to me is <laughs> there's uh, we, we talk about it a lot is like learning lessons from all the shoots that we do it's like I don't think I've ever been on a shoot where everything goes perfect and that's not just the ones that I manage that's shoots that we get subcontracted for on the production end not our end but like the actual the project manager stuff so it's like in our business there's just there's always things that could go wrong and you can always learn from them and this was a situation like the pre-production side where we got to experience that because usually we get a it's like obvious oh mm. the people that brought lighting or the gaff tape whatever they brought wasn't like a certain quality and it's like all right or they, they had a great one and it's like okay we can buy that and add it to our repertoire or whatever list of things that we can purchase this was the first time on the pre-production side where we had a company like point out something that we could improve on and now yes. it's a part of our process yeah. for any company where um we're not at that direct communication point yet. Like you're saying, you want to have that in contact with the business owner or the marketing director or whatever. 
So now moving forward, if we haven't got to that step and these clients are, you know, in that bid phase, we can rip these proposals out and, you know, yeah, some sort of templated method now. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And that's, that's kind of my issue as well is I can't just like pump something out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm just so detail oriented that I, you know, I worked on the proposal for like two days, which probably didn't help because <laughs> I just wanted it to be good. Yeah. Well, and we had to go through the terms. Better. I mean, yeah. so we're going to make our own custom template. I already, yeah. I already told Tristan, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to make a custom template and we're going to do it all the right way and make it very proprietary to us because now I know what one contains. Yeah. So, well, it's like a job. Look good. It's like a resume. When you're applying for yeah. a job, there's people that just spam. They'll like email it out <laughs> to everybody. And then the as an employer, and I've worked with other managers as well that were the ones that taught me this lesson is like, if somebody takes the time to cater their resume for the job that they're applying for, they stand out. Yeah. It's just, I mean. Yeah. Less boilerplate and more like yeah. there was thought put into it. And I think having a template is good and just knowing how to modify it. Mm-hmm. Because in the end, like all they want is the information mm-hmm. because whoever is going to get it is going to take it, evaluate it between all of them, then present it to someone else. And so they're kind of doing that face-to-face job for you, but in a very regal, legalistic way. Yes. <laughs> and so that's all they care about. They just want to be able to prove they did the research, this is what they want to go with and why. And yep. so... It, it is very much like the opposite of a face-to-face thing. Yes. And I understand that struggle. <laughs> <laughs> but I get it, you know. I mean, yeah. to, to break into that world, we got to – I mean, mm-hmm. I will say not every single large company needs that, and we've seen that, right. but we also – depends on the circumstances <laughs> as well. Yeah. I think knowing which companies – because, like, there's some companies that should warrant that face-to-face. Yes. And uh, that, just understanding, like, which ones to turn on the more businessy side of – operations yeah. Yeah. and we could probably still do proposals internally and then maybe keep them for ourselves and not have to directly present it to the client or whatever Which is actually hand. what we've been doing yeah. um so a, a large part of the proposals is like cost breakdown um mm, yes. and that helps us more accurately estimate every job moving yeah. forward because you we we categorize based on like live stream versus podcasts commercial yeah. interview real estate stuff so we we have all these metrics of how much time it takes us to do this and what the, mm-hmm. the cost evaluation is which we were basically already doing we it were wasn't like an official documented format right correct yeah, yeah. yeah it, it was kind of like i would reach out to tristan so i would like make the initial contact right and just try to get somebody into that space of mm-hmm. like hey okay now you're thinking of using us mm-hmm. you've given me the job information i know we're kind of in the running and so now i'm going to quote you a price yeah and tristan i would normally say hey okay this is what we're going to do he'd look yeah. at the we've got trello up pull the card up it's got all the information mm-hmm. hey what's the pricing on this yeah, yeah. And that was a part of what we're trying to, to analyze now is like, do we want, we, we, we had a really strong habit of like trying to uh, automate as much of the business as we could because everybody was so busy and part of that was pricing. So mm-hmm. getting more to a quote base for these larger jobs that aren't like small business owners or uh, yeah. local churches, like these larger companies that we're starting to get into. And um, mm-hmm. part of that cost breakdown is, you know, you have, you have pre-production, which you know, it's like, oh, you set up equipment. It's like, no, the pre-production is like coming up with creative ideas takes time. Coming up with storyboards, writing scripts, working with your creative director to like focus a vision or create something that like represents your brand. It's yeah. not just we show up with a camera and it's like, oh, well, yes. they're pre-producing it because they're set up equipment. It's like, no, that's actually 
a little bit of a setup for production and well, contacting yeah. venues. Oh yeah. yeah. That's part of it. That's one of the All things the that I've admired. Some of the things that Tristan's done where he will actually, like we had a shoot um, at a country club recently and Tristan called the country club and he talked to the event coordinators and was like working with them to go, okay, what does your audio setup look like? Like, can we piggyback yeah. off of that? Do we need to bring our own? So we're doing a lot of that legwork and keeping that, you know, the, the client doesn't have to worry about it. It's yeah. like, we can show up and know what we're doing and they have no idea that like this dude showed up the day before to evaluate the system. Right. And it's like all that. I mean, that's time cost money. Yeah. And then like for production, it's like you got tear a build up, you got tear down, but then hmm. it's, we're a media company. So people expect it to be like all a cart. You get every, or not all yeah. a cart. They expect it to be all inclusive. Like I paid, X amount of dollars, I get a video. It's like, <laughs> sort of, but if we're competing with other professionals and you want us to take us seriously, it's like a real set, you are you have a DP that shows up with a camera and he records things and that's it. Like that's his job. He gets paid $600 a day just to hit record. Right. And it's like, you're gonna have somebody that's there just for changing out lenses and pulling focus. You're gonna have somebody that's just there to move lights. And it's like, mm. when we get hired, we do all of that. So we've always done it that way because we we're smaller we haven't worked on yeah. these proposals but breaking down proposals and learning about it, it's like okay well there's all these other costs that if you went with a competitor that you would have to use the like a project manager to source each of those individual roles but when you choose us we can give you a discount because there, there's a couple of us wearing different hats i yeah. think everybody here for the most part knows framing lighting oh, sound yeah. for yeah. the most part like there's everybody's qualified to do all those jobs now and we don't have to do the whole worker union mm -hmm. where everybody makes X amount minimum per day. Yes. Yeah. It's like, here's our price for production, pre-production, and then uh, obviously yeah. post-productions like editing, sound design, and needed, all the yes. visuals. It's all the uh, the growing pains of a business. <laughs> yes. Because yeah. that's what we're finding out is the, the, the biggest things I think we're trying to tackle right now is like, how do we <laughs> make our operations something that everybody can at least look at or know how to do or figure out how to do on their own yeah um for sure trying, i just had an example and i lost it but um i don't know but what we were just talking about with the proposals we're standardizing how that is done yeah so in the future we know how to do it right. and uh even with things like bringing in like our equipment in from um, shoots yeah. we're working we're, we're still not at a point where we have like dedicated places for everything but we're moving towards that and trying so to figure close. out well, we are really so close it's funny because we were like we bought all new equipment for like we all our older stuff moved into the podcast room and like it was supposed to stay stationary and then we yep. bought new equipment for going out on shoots yep. but then be, again we're getting busier more people want to work with us and that's awesome however yes if we're double booking at the same time slots or maybe it's not even double booking it's just one shoot is either overnight or the drive distance is too much to bring the equipment from one location to the next and set up. It's like, yeah. all right, rip apart the podcast. We need all the equipment for a shoot that's two hours away from where this other shoot's at, even though it could be done on time. It's like, mm -hmm. we can't put a client in a position where it's like, hey, we're running 15 minutes behind and they're sitting there waiting. Yeah. And that's- uh, True though. <laughs> looks bad. <laughs> it, it looks bad, but I don't think, I mean, we're, we're still getting there and we're improving like every day. Like that's a, uh, 
Like literally just ordering more stuff, finding ways to like <laughs> spending money. That, <laughs> my favorite oh, that thing. was the thing I was going to mention. Now that um, you've <laughs> given away part of your company, yep, <laughs> I now have two people to tell me no. Yeah. Well, you have <laughs> oh, two people sure. to get approval yeah. from, man. Yeah, because usually a lot of like what I'm looking at is like, how do I figure out how to do this? And it usually involves. <laughs> buying something because sure. we don't have the material or the way to do it now and we have to obtain something to do it. Cole was saying uh, like most of most of our company chat is just David posting lists of things to buy the now. The past two weeks I've been posting links. True. Well, I've, been, I've been asked to do it. Yeah. But like I've been researching all these things that we need to get. It's like whether it's more cables or more like I don't even remember. There's like just, at least like ten things. It's almost always cables. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like storage those, those silly little things that are integral yes. to the process but it just it hurts oh yeah you're like oh mm -hmm. that's a ten dollar cable well when you have to get 10 of them yeah you're like $100. awesome that that went really fast <laughs> yes and thankfully we're in the position to be able to do things like this but it doesn't yep. take away the pain of being like Yes, yes, you may order all of those things because we're also getting to the point now where there's a lot of possibility where we'll order things and we'll use stuff and there's probably a lot of it like my hands won't even touch mm. yep that's a hard thought <clears throat> yeah it's you know what I mean? It's for you but it's for yeah how the thing yeah. everything else works yeah yeah it's like it's... watching that payroll go out <laughs> <laughs> but then seen. i remember the fact that it gives me that time to write yes. the proposal when mm -hmm. i didn't have to like clip and cut and make social media post and I can just yeah. pull them from the server and put them up and I'm like okay okay it was yeah. worth it yeah. it was worth it paying people to do the things you <laughs> don't want to do yeah. which I will not lie I enjoy yeah. greatly <laughs> that was part of the whole thing I had turned the corner at some point and I was like I don't need to do everything yep. nor mm. do I want to and so yeah. I'm like you know that's the funny thing about Tristan and I when we partnered it was supposed to be like oh we'll delegate and like you do this and I do this all yeah. we did was build the business to another point where we needed more people <laughs> to then push that responsibility further down the line because we yeah. were just doing so much. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so we're finally starting to feel, I think, the workload move a little bit, but we're still pretty far from it being yeah. to that point where it right. feels real good. Don't, we're still making progress every Don't day. worry, man. Don't worry, Bugle Boy. We'll get some <laughs> BTS boy. out again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're in the pipeline yeah. someday. So, sorry, we're just be too busy being successful. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's that's the biggest worry, man. It's like I don't, I'm not really worried about like failing because everybody's so dedicated to the company, like growing. It, I, mm. I mean, it could happen, but that's less of a fear. The bigger fear is like we get too big, where it's like the company starts to lose its soul, and we've talked about it before. It's, yeah, we can't. It's do that. mute. That's 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 one of those core principles, though. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when we formed it, that was one of the largest things we talked about. Mm -hmm. It's the it's, vibe. Yeah, so I think we need to. <laughs> Continually, I mean, that's why we do quarterlies yep. uh, meetings. And I mean, it's to check the vibe. <laughs> vibe check. <Yeah. laughs> oh, uh, thank you. I set that up. You... Yeah. Dude. Uh, uh, hole, in, hole in home run. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's a big deal for us. Mm. So I think, uh, you know, as long as we pay attention to it, you know, I mean, we've seen a lot of companies that can get big and still retain that small feeling. Um, and I think that's the idea, you yeah, know, yeah. especially I think with two of us. I mean, it's one of those things where I think, you know, when you've reached that point when that the culture tends to be stale, but that's, I think it's that disconnect between the yeah. people who started the company and the company itself. Yeah, mm -hmm. You start to put, you know, oh, those people are in there 
second floor. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're Those are away, the editors. They're away from everybody else. Like you've you're you've made it yeah. to this point where it's like they're in their box and like you don't even know all the employees' names. I don't yeah. want to get to that point where I don't know everybody's name. I want to be able to walk in. I know who you are. I know what you do. Yep. And we can have a conversation and we can go grab lunch. And it's like, hey, you know, yeah. I just had lunch with the owner. And like we mm. have a mutual relationship where we can talk about the company. Yeah. Think about like all the companies that are so big where it's like whenever someone comes in for an interview, the owner never meets them in that process. Yeah. yeah. And maybe never. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just never meets them. Yeah. I, no. I hate the thought of that because I enjoy so much that interaction. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No doubt. So before we move on to the next topic, I don't know if you ever really said like, sum it up in a sentence or a paragraph, like, why did you do it? Um, yeah, I, I, the best decision I made as a business owner was giving away half the company to partners so that the company can grow at a faster rate. Like mm. I, I always thought it was all about like, uh, pull yourself up by the bootstraps, but honestly, teamwork makes the process is so much more efficient. I'm not what gonna say it? dream work. No, <laughs> no. Teamwork yes. makes the dream work. Ah, yes. yes. It really does. Like uh, the, the uh, it's it's one of those like, you think it's a linear graph or something like that. The more mm. people, the more productive the company is, but I feel like yeah. it's honestly closer to exponential. It's somewhere in the middle, yeah, but it definitely yeah. grows faster that way. Yeah, it, Cole definitely, he's better at things that you and I are like half as good at, I think. Yeah, like no, we, it's definitely true. Just we all have different, um, we specialize in different things. And yeah. I, I think that really helps out a lot, especially just, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Cole is <laughs> really good at photography. Um, I don't think Tristan was like super like. <laughs> I still don't know how to shoot a photo. Excel, <laughs> excelled in that or anything like that. He's doing just fine. Yeah. <laughs> but they're, they're very two different. They're similar in ways, but they're like different in others. And yeah. The videography is much more his strong suit. And it's like the opposite with Cole. Cole's really good at photography, not super strong in videography. Even hey, though sure. He's, he's still shot the best wedding yeah. we've ever made. Really? <laughs> it's true though. And I, oh my gosh, dude, you have no idea how nervous I was. Oh mm. yeah. No. Seriously, you're like, here. I mean, we had been partnered for barely a year. And here, take this video camera with the Ninja, which I don't know. I, I mean, I knew nothing about. I knew where the record <laughs> oh, button yeah, was. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the, the one we the did. One we did. I, the Glarno I wedding. I forgot about Glarno, that. Glarno. Dude, dude they're so nice. Are that, you smiling? Yeah. It's so much from them. <laughs> I am now. <laughs> <laughs> it, was our, it was our best wedding video. It was our most viewed video on socials yeah. until recently. But it, for yeah. like two years, it was the best. You got another hit, by the way. Oh, yeah? We're almost at 13K. 13K wow. on what? <laughs> on, on your, uh, <laughs> on your uh, vertical video, your reel. On my yeah. um, wardrobe malfunction video. Yes. Wardrobe malfunction? Yeah. As a kid, I always thought wardrobe malfunction meant somebody like lost a piece <laughs> of clothing or something. But it's just like any slip up on air that goes out live. Um, yeah, I've only heard it referred to that. That's interesting. Yeah, I know, right? Like, uh, you know, Super Bowl, Janet Jackson, that's a wardrobe malfunction. That's a yeah. slip. <laughs> a Freudian slip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's a really big one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure there was a Freud in the crowd that day. He, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, thank Jeez. you. You know what? I'm just going to say thank you. That was a great, it was just nice to hear you say it. I'm tired Not enough that I to think be nice. That's what, yeah. That, no, there was I just like something it. about that, uh, that shoe was magical. There were so yeah. many like compliments in there. Dude, your grandma's going to love so that. I feel so good. I feel so good. <laughs> I know, right I, we have to dial it back. We need to punch him down. 
I'm not really feeling this whole part. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You no, guys suck. Going back to the company culture, I feel like we're going the wrong direction right now. We yeah. need to go back. <laughs> oh, um, my God. So I thought we could do something fun. Okay. Is that okay? Oh, yeah, let's man, finish it up. All right. Okay. I figured. <laughs> I'm moving on. Let's go. Um, Nobody so, cares. Uh, they confirmed within the last couple of days that Apple is going to have their next hardware event on March 8th. Um, and I know some of the things that they're talking about announcing, but I figured maybe what we could do today is we could talk about the things uh, that they're announcing, but in only wrong answers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured okay. we could go around and uh, maybe think of some things that maybe Apple should come out with. <laughs> All right. So I re- really wish we could bleep. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I need to load up the button so I can bleep. Oh, dude, um, if you could. Oh, that would be that'd nice. That would be really funny. But the problem is you'd have to like... Uh, announce would, it be like hey we, get ready three two one oh, yeah. beep. but then he yeah. like purposely does it off time on the wrong word so it's like the bad word goes through but yeah, yeah. i mean you could technically do it and he can add the bleep in post that's true okay. but we've go ahead david what, yeah, what's sorry. the wrong thing apple's gonna so release take like yeah. one step back apple has events that they do throughout the year and yeah. they're usually on different things sometimes it's like Correct. for iphones sometimes it's only for like developers like which is only like software and like only developers really understand it yes and sometimes they do laptop events is this a laptop computer you want it's a hardware event hardware event yes so it's not iphone it's not iphone because that's okay. always in the fall right right so this is their right. spring hardware okay. event um, all right i'll just just while people are listening they're yep. they're slated to bring out some new macbooks um uh, they might talk about the vr goggles they've been working on um yeah. there's something else in there but i forget what it is <clears throat> okay so in all the macbooks are the wrong answers i think they're going to make the mac mini bigger <laughs> The Mac medium. (laughs) The Mac Mac bigger. (laughs) The Mac grande. (laughs) Uh, Like an Ariana edition. (laughs) They put a fan back in it just for the fan wine. Make them louder, bigger. Uh, (laughs) Thermal throttling again. That was a great feature. Yeah. (laughs) Make the Apple table. The Mm. table? They, yeah. Hey, they're going to bring that back? It only has one leg. It's monopod. And it's, it's not on even one made side. out of apple wood. It's on one side. It levels yeah. itself. It only uh-huh. has one leg, and it's on the right-hand side, but the table levels itself. It's self-leveling because it just falls over and it's flat <laughs> onto the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and it's revolutionary because it uses gravity to do it. <laughs> we Never got, done before. We got, we think. Dude, I think they're going to release Apple Apples. Like... <laughs> It's going to be Apple branded apples that they grew in an orchard and it's going to be some big green PR yeah. stunt where they're like, "Oh, we love the environment. We started dollars a piece." Yeah, that's why like all these big companies are buying all this land. It's just for Apple orchards. And on the apple there's going to be an Apple icon imprinted on it. Yeah. <laughs> just so you yeah. remember it's an Apple it, apple. It tastes <laughs> it, it tastes better if you're in the ecosystem. If you're on Samsung, it like makes it sour. It rots faster. It rots faster. <laughs> Wait, so does each Apple have a bite out of it? Oh, yeah. Personally, <laughs> yeah, that's, taken by Tim Cook. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Tim Apple. Tim yeah, Apple. That's, that's the next thing. That's my, that's my uh, what about you, PG Cole? answer. I think they should make the toothbrush. Apple toothbrush? The Apple toothbrush. The, the bristles are aluminum. <laughs> Recycled <laughs> aluminum. Everything is just made the newest. <laughs> brushed aluminum. <laughs> Aluminium <Yeah>. bristles. <laughs> Clean your teeth and make you bleed. Oh, dude, that's how you know you did it right. Yeah, we it has our latest haptic engine in it. <laughs> dude, no, 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 no. So what it is, it's like the, it's got a haptic 
feedback, whatever, like little touchpad on the handle, and then you just rub your thumb back and forth on it, and then like the bristles at the yeah. end will go back they and forth. Move? Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because like obviously moving your whole arm is too much for oh. an Apple user. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, yeah. they're just like, a little haptic feedback. You but it doesn't come with wireless uh, charging. You have, no. to, you have to like. You have to like yeah. <laughs> lightning. Yeah, oh the, my gosh. The connector is that like at the very so top. Much. So like you can't it's brush your bristles. teeth with it. Yeah, it's in the, between the bristles. So you can't brush you, with it. You can only charge while it's charging. It. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. what they would do. Fun, yeah. fun fact, boys and girls, Apple still sells these mice that the uh, charging oh port gosh, is on the yeah. bottom of it. So whenever your mouse dies, you have to turn your mouse upside down. To be fair, they charge super fast. They do. Like you plug still. it in. And they last for like 30 like, days. You plug it in for like half a minute and it's good for like an hour is it sea or lightning it's it's, it's lightning. not lightning <laughs> it's lightning the ecosystem man if they sell the us usbc items think of all the lightning cables they wouldn't yeah. sell right yeah gosh how horrible would that be yeah mm. they were on board for usbc but it didn't get finalized fast enough so they made their own charger but then they also were like, hey, we're going to, they, they, they're like, MacBook Pro, guess what? We're going to take all your ports away and give you freaking <laughs> USB-C ports. And then you, know. and then you have to use a dongle for everything. I, that was, thanks bro. They just wanted to sell dongles. They thought they could pull it off. Because courage. So mad. <laughs> so, because courage. They were so full of courage. Have courage. That's why we got rid of your headphone jack. <sighs> yeah. That's why we sell apples. <laughs> Courage. takes courage to sell half-eaten apples Dude. i feel like no what they do is they have like an assembly line the apple goes through and they have like a metal press fit and then yeah. they like take out the remaining part of the apple and then they do something super apple yeah. with it like they're going to use that piece to build their next phone or something like, oh my gosh <laughs> yeah we, we composted it and we used uh, it to next laptop it. it's yeah, kind of like what they do recycled apples <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's like what they sticky. do with baby carrots, where they like put it on a lathe and they put it into the perfect shape of an apple. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what they're gonna do. Yeah, because baby carrots are all the carrots people don't want to buy, and they just like shave them down to be those the little stems, the little pretty stem. carrot. Yeah. Look at yeah. the carrot fingers. They're, they're, the, uh, they're the reject carrots. Yeah, that nobody wants to buy. So glad you guys are here for this episode of the Carrot Cast. <laughs> Apple carrot. Apple carrot. It's the apple carrot pear. Dude, somebody, is that like a thing? Like the iCarly had the pear mm. brand as a knockoff of Apple. Pear phone. Is there like a carrot brand? Like I want a carrot phone. Oh, no. <laughs> that, that'll be our in-universe uh, yeah. Apple yeah. knockoff. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, yeah there's a, was it Ni phone. Nigel Red? Do you know Nigel Red? Um, Nile, Nigel. Oh, the the chemistry dude on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he has all the he has a YouTube channel. It's like Nigel Nile Red. Yeah, uh, he's really he's funny. really cool. He has his own lab and everything. Does yeah. all of his experiments. He's very professional. Yeah, his cool. videos are like an hour long. They're super detailed on chemistry. Really exciting stuff. Go check it out. Yeah, if you like chemistry and <laughs> don't want to do it, watch so, it. <laughs> there's a point I bring it up. He's got these uh, like secondary channels, and it's like N Nigel Blue and Nigel. Uh, it's Nile Blue, Nile Red. Nile Blue, Nile Red. And then somebody, they're talking about on their podcast, joking around about like coming up with uh, somebody should make uh, Nile Green. Mm -hmm. And then somebody on the internet makes Nile Green because they find out that they're like just making these awful videos about like how to make bombs and stuff. Oh, and then what? it's like referencing back to the other person. And then people are like, we can't tell. Is this the real Nile? 
Yeah. And like he just made a secondary channel, or at this point, it's like his fourth channel. And like this whole idea of um, kind of, and uh, it's not slander, but like you're impersonating someone else. And the thing was, it wasn't just the fact that like the video was shot similar and it doesn't shoot include the head or anything. Yeah. And the voice was the same. And it was the same because the guy that made these videos used an AI software oh that scanned all of Niall's videos for audio <laughs> and then used that to type up a script. And the cadence is so similar That's that scary. a lot of people thought it was the same. He, he has a very, I don't know how to put it. It's like, it's very repetitive cadence. Yeah. Uh, it's like kind of like a, <laughs> like a radio announcer voice, yeah. like, but more modern doesn't, what do they call it? Like mid-terranean or mid mid-atlantic uh that's like the old school radio voice mm -hmm. but um anyway but he has a very uh repetitive like cadence to his voice so i think that's probably what helps a lot yeah is like he just talks in the same way a lot yeah so like as <laughs> freaky over like the course of the 2000s all these companies became super meta and, yeah. and by that i just mean like they like make fun of themselves like the ryan yes. reynolds style of humor um, the Rick and Morty style of humor where everything's like self-deprecating yeah. and uh, ironic in a way. Yes. Um, so as companies continue to do that, whenever somebody impersonates somebody else, especially when AI is involved, it's so much harder to tell whether or not this is some sort of like joke that the company or the brand or the person's doing, or if yeah. it's like genuinely uh, like I, don't, I wouldn't say nefarious because they actually interviewed the guy that did it and he was like just doing it as a goof. He was like an 18 year old kid. Uh, yep. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe someday somebody will rip off Triflix 2 <laughs> and make Triflix 3. Yeah. <laughs> that AI stuff is creepy. Yeah. It Especially is. when you think about it, like, in the context of kind of what we do. Um, I, I don't know if you guys watched any of the press stuff they did with, like, uh, The Matrix when it came out. The stuff they bit. did with Yeah, Keanu. yeah, yeah. With, uh, they talked a lot about crypto and NFTs and all that stuff. Yeah. With yeah. It. And they were talking about deep fakes oh yeah because uh they there's there's a lot of the stuff um that keanu's done with the matrix where they use a digital double essentially and you know he had to go through the whole thing where they scanned him and did the 3d work and stuff and the dude was like had the wherewithal to like add it into his contract way early on in his career that like no one else could use his likeness mm-hmm and it's like, I get that because somebody asked him, the interviewer did, they're like, so what do you think? Like, eventually they're going to be able to, your, your 3D model exists. Like the model of your face yeah. and body like is out there. Like they could use your likeness without you actually being there. Yeah. And he's like, nah, well you can't because <laughs> it's in my contract, yeah. right? Yeah. But it's just crazy to think about, especially you're like, okay, so you can use AI to replicate somebody's voice. And then you can also use AI to then deep fake somebody. And so mm -hmm. now you can right. essentially recreate somebody on screen. Yeah. Um, and I know we've kind of talked about this and the whole like repercussions of it have, have been yeah. beaten to death, but well, it's even, also kind of like, could you imagine yeah. like Triflix, we get this technology <laughs> and then we literally can make a movie with like A-list actors. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We yeah. Just download just, their models from a... Yeah. Was it maker <laughs> makershop.org or whatever? Dude, there's so many of the places you can get free models. And the, yeah. the, the weird thing is, or I mean, it's going to get faster and faster. It's how technology works. But yeah. you can get a pretty accurate voice with just 15 minutes of audio. Like if you talk yeah. for 15 minutes and somebody yeah. pulls that video offline and it's not just like a YouTuber, mm -hmm. it's like if you post family videos on Facebook or something, anybody could rip that. Yeah. And well, even when companies yeah. really try to do it, though, like Disney and Star Wars, like Grandma Tarkin, 
Yeah. <laughs> and uh, was it Luke? Yeah. Uh, in the Mandalorian. It's like, you can tell though. And they tried to make him look yeah. like Luke. It's like, how does that? You can definitely have tell. Have you seen the latest yeah. Luke? Yes. The latest Luke. So he has, I don't think he's seen it because I think last time we talked about um, Boba Fett, the most recent season. Is he in Boba Fett? He's, he is towards the end, yes. Oh, and it, that's exciting. Disney did a, another version of the deep fake. Is it better? Oh, yeah. It is better. It's, okay. it's pretty intense. Now, it's pretty stiff. Yeah. That was my one complaint. Yeah. It's very stiff. Okay. And you can tell, you can just like, you can mm. tell the shots were very specifically picked yeah. to make sure that he looked the best he could. Now, yeah. don't get me wrong. It's it's beautiful. It's, it's insane. And yeah. you can't tell me that didn't take thousands of hours. Right. But like, <laughs> it's still kind of sketch. Yeah. Yeah. So the Not I, there yet. I've seen some of the breakdowns on it. One of the main things was with the lighting. Yeah. Um, lighting is like kind of difficult for for deep fakes to work on. For sure. Yes. So yeah. when you see a really good one, um, they usually play to the strengths and the weaknesses of it, right? And yeah. one of the strengths is, uh, you know, expressive facials, which is weird that they didn't lean more. In. They could have made him a little more expressive and and rotate the face because once you have it locked in, it's. It's pretty solid. Like once you have all the data sets and you've uploaded all the faces for it to, to work with. But in the in the the TV show, whenever they show it, you'll never see like harsh lighting on him mm-hmm. or split lighting where like half of his face is in shadow and half is in um, light because it just it's hard for the um, the cameras or not the camera the AI to pull data from the camera and get like accurate information on what yeah. should the face look like because. You're, you're shifting noses and ears and and eyebrows and all this and it's like that's a that's a lot for a computer to yeah. do and you're throwing lighting in the mix so yeah man <laughs> it's only been like two years since the last one you know i'm a little disappointed to hear that luke is in the boba fett don't series. be disappointed you I, gotta watch it first and then you can then you can be disappointed it, or it just re it solidifies the fact that disney just can't be creative anymore <laughs> it's like hey it's not star wars is like these specific characters like i want them to be making more new stories and like i was super excited when the mandalorian came out because like this is new and original and mm-hmm. then season two is like all right we we were too new now we have to fall back on all the old stuff like yeah. and, they, and it's like ah you were so close you had something new and then like you're you blew it. I can't have this conversation with you any longer, okay? You need to watch watch all the most recent seasons. Right. I'll watch the, the Boba Fett. Thank you. And then right. we'll then we'll Boba. then Boba we'll Fett. revisit, okay? Boba Fett. Boba T. <laughs> Good old they, Boba. I think they brought a couple things around, so just okay. I agree all with right. you. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I agree with you. And it should have just been three or four seasons of yes. the Mandalorian. Yeah. It's kind of that anyway, so. Well, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest yeah. with you. But yeah, that it's and I it, thought the dude that played Boba Fett it was so bad. It's the bad. original guy. I know, but it was so bad. It, it was really bad. I just didn't think he did a great job. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's very stiff. Isn't he kind of chubby? Boba? Yes. Boba or Django? Like, I, I know it's Boba Fett. Boba. Boba, Boba Fett. is played by the actor who played Django, I think. I don't they're, remember they're, now. They're I supposed to, look up. to be clothes, so well, I, it's all the same. <laughs> One of them was the original. And, yeah. No, it's just, I don't know. He just seemed real stiff. Yeah. Even in the interviews, just as himself, you know, yeah. I was just like, I don't know, dude. Like, I could have, I could have gotten a little bit more out of you at, for your performance. Okay. Well, watch it. Two weeks from now, yeah, I'll have watched the series, and we can then we'll have a conversation up, about we'll have it. A conversation yeah. about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. You All haven't right. watched it either, have you? Have you watched it? I have not. We should know. have a. 
Do it. Sleepover. Yeah. We'll sleep. Over. We can have a pillow fight. Yeah, we'll get we'll together. Do facials. We have pizza. Both of us have house guests right now, so probably neither at our places. We David, you are hosted. We can do it at my place. It's not a house guest. It's my daughter. <laughs> temporary <laughs> yeah, daughter. Just I guess. eighteen years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eighteen years ago, by real fast. Right, real fast. <laughs> it's okay Let's if she's start there paying rent that. soon, right? Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna. She's gonna get working yeah. real fast. Absolutely. Give her a camera. <laughs> hey, uh, don't think I'm not gonna be. <laughs> this is fun. Play with the camera. Just <laughs> if you smile at a kid and say good job, they'll they'll be excited about it, man. Yeah. She'll be all over the camp. Don't worry. Yeah. Well, uh, what's on? We've got two more topics. Yes. Are you on it right now? I, am I on what? Are you on the topic list? Am I on? Yes, I am on the topic. Okay, list. you pick the next one. Oh boy! One's mine and one is Tristan's. So, oh, I know. I know you know which one is Tristan's. So, (laughs) either of these, I probably don't have much of an opinion on. So, you might. Let's have the discussion. You're alphabetically first, so I'm going to guess you are the social social media platform Truth. Yes. Oh yes. Have you heard about this? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I aren't you on it? Dude, I'm, I'm blowing it. it up. I'm on the yeah, truth. I'm just you made a you have a truth account, you're on the wait list. Spitting lies on truth. <laughs> you're spitting lies <laughs> no, on truth. I'm not even on the platform. I have yeah. not launched the app, I'll be hundred yeah. percent with you. I, wait, you installed it? No. Okay. Yeah. You know what I've always been I consider saying? that part of that, sorry. We need more social media. Gosh, I know. That's what I and I get yeah. the I get <laughs> I get the. Uh, I can't take myself. Why they? Yeah. Why? Why they? Sorry, the reason they're peddling right now that they launched it. We all know why they launched it. <laughs> because um, he got booted off all the other ones. Yeah, uh, dude. Could you imagine <laughs> having the sort of like budget and team to be like, I'm not allowed on social media, so I'm gonna make my own platform. And then yeah. immediately get two hundred thousand people to like <laughs> sign up. I don't know if it's they, actually. At they said that it topped it the like charts on Apple. It was at, last I saw. It was like 130k. But I can't believe it got approved through Apple. That I just all these things are blowing my mind, <laughs> and I've heard horror stories about the things that get posted on there. Yeah. Just that, like you know, because of course there's going to be like people who go on there and genuinely use it, and there's also people yeah. that well, go on there and just well, do some. What is it? and Why is it different? So it's not. I mean, <laughs> well, well, what makes it different is yeah, it's, it's Twitter. First social of all. media platform that's inherently political. <laughs> and what? There's no way to get away from it. All the other social media platforms just were morphed into a political space. This one is specifically like retaliation it just against the political. Quicker, yes. instead of like it's like uh, it just like skipped four generations of how the prog- the program yeah. should have worked out. They're like, like we know we're going to use this for we're. we're here you go. Yeah, yeah. They skipped the edgy teen phase and went straight to like yeah. midlife crisis mode. They didn't even try to be uh, MySpace. They're like, we know that's when it's not going to work out very well. So I'm about positive I read somewhere that like it's being moderated by like Fox. Uh, maybe. Oh wow. I'm pretty sure there was like a division of Fox that was moderating <laughs> well, the original platform. I don't know if it's the same one they're building it on now, but whenever that political candidate started his own platform. Um, it was based off of an open source platform for social media. And then the open source platform's like, hey. Uh, is it blockchain enabled? <laughs> the block, is the blockchain enabled? <laughs> it, it had to do with like crediting and um, how the platform is managed. And then basically the people that originally made it weren't very happy 
about him. So wait, did he just buy a failing social media platform? No, it's open source. He just ripped it and well, then I mean, open source it things own. can fail. That's true. <laughs> that happens all the time. It's true. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying it was initially just a borrowed and then uh. rebrand and you throw a label on it. So I don't know if that's still the case, but that was initially how it started. Uh. That's like my favorite thing. Like uh, um, Edge, the Edge browser that yeah. like Microsoft was like, well, we can't sell or we can't put an Explorer on the on the Microsoft computers anymore, but we're going to use Chrome and yeah. then we're going to just rebrand it as Edge. Yeah. Well, I know it's open source as well. Yes. Well, okay. Chrome is based on open source project called Chromium. Correct. Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of uh, other browsers use it because it is open source. But that Chrome, Google? the one specifically called Chrome is the version of it made by Google. Yeah. And open source just means that somebody made a thing and they're not going to sue yeah. you if you open it up and yeah. look inside and try to make it yours. It's like filing yeah. a patent, but then saying everybody can use it. Yeah. 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 So it's what cool kids do. Yes. So is Google, <laughs> you got open source, you're cool. Is Google not the original creator of Chromium? I think they they created the open source project or they were largely part of it, but like okay. they... The, their own thing that they actually own of it is Chrome. Right. And that's how okay. they can own Chrome, gotcha. but still have Chromium available. And I think Chromium's probably usually behind a few updates because I think they put their changes into Chrome first. Gotcha. So, so you guys are going to download the app? Which app are we talking truth. about? You're going to jump <laughs> no. on Truth? You're going to get some truths going? I don't. I Do you say, is there a wait list? Yeah, there's a wait list. Oh, gosh. What yeah. part of we're all like tired that. and we've been working a I lot know. makes you think yeah. that we want social media apps? Yes. Well, I mean, I clearly I kind of don't have the choice. But well, you don't, but use this for work. Do you I think know. we could get the podcast on truth? I don't. Is that a I, thing? I, I guess we, I don't want another place We'll put it on there and LinkedIn, the, yeah. the two best platforms. Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> if I ever do make an account, I'm just going to post horrible, horrible low effort memes yeah (laughs) Yeah. like not even make sense like i'll just make something in paint and post it yeah hey um uh let's let's do this for the buzzwords elden ring is freaking sick man elden ring is awesome and if you click this video for that tag well guess what we're finally talking about tag elden ring Uh, for those who don't know what that is it's a video game for nerds for nerds it's a very (laughs) important game and it's not just because it's fun go ahead yeah well i mean if it wasn't fun it wouldn't be important (laughs) (laughs) it's true uh it's made by a japanese company called from software Mm -hmm. don't know why it's called from software it's ironic and funny i like it sure it's from software yeah uh they're they're known (laughs) for the uh there used to be a cult classic game called dark souls and it's very punishing game series yep. where, like, you, sounds it, fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's fun it's because fun challenging. Every, it's, punishing. <laughs> You've been punished. Thanks for playing Dark Souls. Yes, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of challenge to it. You can it's easily. The, the, when your kids are bad, you just make the them play Dark Souls. Original version of the game. The, 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 <laughs> gosh, <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> I feel like that is something a lot of our friends probably would do. I'm oh, sorry. I know nothing about any of this, so yes. I'm, I'm just here for stupid commentary. Yeah. The, the, the very Thanks, first Grandma. game, the definitive edition, which is like they're done with it. They're done adding content to it afterwards. Uh, they didn't call it definitive edition. 
they called it prepare to die edition oh my because gosh. the whole point of the game is that you learn by <laughs> dying in the game over and over that's how and you learn so dying that's how i learned in every game that's how i learned in life <laughs> you die an exorbitant <laughs> amount of times because you are just trying Dude. to figure out how enemies work sounds like my minecraft experience die. the so, game wants you to suffer because that's kind of <laughs> like the that's the oh my gosh this is what you guys do for fun i like to cheese the game cheese means you just kind of yes. break it for your own amusement so why is this game that important? Does not here's the thing me. yes why this, is it important Tristan? this, this game is, is made is it is, is from software indie do you consider them indie no they're they're owned by bandai namco so no. okay so it's a big company right <laughs> however this big company has this division that is pretty successful in their own right and they've made a lot of games that get 80% ratings, which is, that's yeah. really good. 80% of people that play it like it. And it's a game that literally you die continuously. So it's mm -hmm. like, there must be something drawling about it. And over these three iterations of the game, plus two kind of subsets yeah. of it, uh, Sekiro and uh, uh, Bloodborne. Bloodborne. So yeah. they, got, they got five games in this iteration, <laughs> and iterations, they're getting bigger. The game is as edgy as it sounds. Oh, yeah. Gosh. And so this game comes out. Why? Blood Fist. It gets yep. eight. <laughs> One of the most anticipated games of all time, and it's not just yep. because a bunch of nerds wanted to play it. It ends well, up I getting mean, a it 90. Is. It, it is. <laughs> kind of. It ends up getting Nail a 97%, <laughs> though. 97 that is pretty impressive not and lie. it's not just from the users that have been like fanboying for years it's like every yeah. single um video game review mm -hmm. brand agency group is giving it 10 out of 10s 9 out of 10s 10 out of 10s yeah. almost all 10s honestly because it's a 97 percent. so it's like this game comes out and it's its own unique style of punishing game not many yes. other companies are doing it it's a medieval style game which other than skyrim which is huge not many other mm -hmm. games come out in this genre in all these companies like you know blizzard activision and all the companies that are just money shills are starting to turn their heads and they're like wait maybe if yeah. a game isn't brain dead it can actually yes. be worth playing if you, you, you can't okay. lose focus for like five seconds in the no. game. You have to be very intentional. Um, but also, like, what makes this game so um, <laughs> there's so much gravitation towards it is that the developers really care about improving upon every single game they make. They don't mm -hmm. pump these games out like Call of Duty yep. or like uh, what's another one. I mean, Pokemon. Yeah. Any po game that Pokemon's comes out. Pokemon's been cranking out games forever. Forza. <laughs> it, just games that come out on an annual basis. I don't yeah, know if Forza does. Yeah. I'm I just like pulling Forza. They don't release a, release a yearly game. And NFL, there's a lot of passion. All NFL, the, all, Madden. All of the um, EA games that come yeah. out annually. Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> That's movies and oh, franchises. Yeah. Half of them work. Yeah, <laughs> I stopped buying those games because you download it and it'd be buggy as heck. Yeah. So the joke with it is that like a lot of people say that the game values the gamer's time, and then the mm -hmm. argument is, well, you're just dying. How can that be valuing it? It's because if you aren't paying attention, you die. If yes. you try and you put in effort, you live longer. So like the time that you put in is directly related to how far you go in the game, and it's not a grind. Like yeah. a lot of other games, if you throw enough time at it, you'll eventually get it. It's like it promotes uh, it, it promotes like teamwork and trying to find community. Yep. And, it's, and it's a very unique style. Exploring and like learning new things. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it encourages you to not do the same thing over and over. It's really hard to just press the same button over and over and win the game. Yeah. You have to understand 
just how the world works. You got pay attention. It's uh, it, it's I don't know. It it's not a lot of games. It doesn't handhold you. It yeah. doesn't just like do this and win. Yeah, it reminds like, me a lot of like sports where um, if you yeah. if you went into like a, a football game, soccer game, whatever, t- uh, tennis. It's like if you did the same thing every time. Eventually, your opponent's going to learn what you're doing and then yeah. counter it. It's the same thing with like I think the draw for like Super Smash Bros, where it's like you're playing competitively against other people, and yeah. you get really good and you learn something new, and then other people either get tired and stop playing with you or they learn to counter it and get better and then in turn you learn something new and get better and that's why i personally Mm -hmm. like the draw of the game and i think that's what brings a lot of people to it the characters are creepy looking yes they, uh, holy it's a lot of horror it's inspired. a lot of, it's either a cute girl or yes. a demon looking monster <laughs> that's your options holy yes. moly there was like um, a building with four legs and a bell on its belly. That's yep. like a giant turtle thing, isn't it? I, it's I a dog. It's a mausoleum. It's a, they're all, everything with four legs in that game is referred to as a dog. Yeah. The community really makes the game fun because oh you can leave gosh. notes on the ground. And the, so whatever you type on the ground, other <laughs> yes. people can come up and upvote or downvote, similar to social media in a way. Huh. And like sometimes people upvote things because they're funny, not because they're accurate. And it makes for a very communal game, even though you could play it entirely solo, you yes. still get that community aspect. The original games of Dark Souls were very, it was very hard to understand what was going on because a lot of the, the story was hidden behind like item descriptions. So you had to go in and read uh, information about the items mm-hmm. in the game. But a lot of the stories are very original and they kind of focused on like the idea of, ob- of obsession and maintaining power. Which mm-hmm. it's really you know introspective and makes you kind of think about it. It's uh, it makes you it really makes you think. Yeah. Um, hmm. And the same thing kind of happens in this game, but uh, a big draw to it for people is it's written by a small little author who co-wrote I this very knockoff uh, Tolkien. <laughs> fat Tolkien. <laughs> fat Tolkien. <laughs> knockoff Tolkien. Uh, written by George R. R. Martin. It looks pretty. Yes, it's a GameStop only gave it 3.7 out of 5. GameStop's going out of business. I know, I was like, I just loved it. Like, the two ratings that Google put on there were it was GameStop and Best Buy. It's probably because it's sold on Steam and they don't like that. We want you to buy the CD ROM for your PC. It's on Xbox. They don't have any PlayStations to sell you it for. So it's like, I wasn't on that great of a game. I mean, so it's it's one of the 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 fastest selling games of all time. It's like up there. It's one of the most highly rated, one of the the best releases for a game. The community is toxic in some ways, but hilarious (laughs) in others. So it's like new. And I think the biggest thing still to me is just the fact that a company can come in, do their own thing and yep. don't fall into the peer pressure of what everybody else is doing. Yeah. They get an audience and then it gets it gets acclimation. Yes. And the problem is now that they're they're running into is the acclimation goes out and then everybody that likes to stream things, like mm-hmm. that culture of like, oh, this is trending, I'm gonna jump on it. Those people aren't familiar with the dynamics of these games. And now I think in the next couple of weeks you're gonna see their rating drop and it's because people are playing it not because they wanted to play it or it looked cool to them, but because that's what's popular. Yeah. And I think that's just kind of the nature of how information, movies, video games, whatever uh, whatever the streaming service yeah. show is of the t- of the day, like that's just the way ratings are gonna move forward as trends continue to jump so rapidly. 
So you might see uh, when it first released, actually, the user reviews on the popular PC game store, Steam, were very low. They were mixed reviews because it had a lot of performance issues running. Yeah. Um, and that was, it wasn't expected, but it's like, it's, there's a lot of, everybody's computer is different and yeah. it's kind of hard to weed out all the, uh, mm-hmm. all the, the weird stuff. Discrepancies. Anything's but, probably better than cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, cyberpunk, uh, is like the antithesis of this game. I think <laughs> it ran well on consoles and everything. It was just PCs that's having issues. Ah, yes. Yeah, so I was on so, Xbox. I was like, look yep. at that. If I wanted to play it, I could, I recommend it. You can play know. with us, probably. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's my style, Dungeons and Dragons and stuff. It's not and that's Dungeons okay and because <laughs> it's like. Well, I mean, I saw the word dungeon yeah. and I saw a dragon. Yeah. So I'm just naming things that I saw. There was Did also you like Skyrim. There's also this. No. There was also this <laughs> oh, thing. Like Skyrim. Hot take. That's a. We need an explanation take. on clip this. Clip that, I think. Daniel. Clip, clip that. It. Make it a Dan, meme. Clip that, Jeremy. <laughs> Rip it. Look, Daniel. I, make it look bad. Yeah. I played it. <laughs> Like I used to Played have gaming Skyrim. PCs and stuff, you know, before my life was consumed with work. Um, no, you're not that busy. When I had a life. When I had a life. Um, no, I, I, I played uh, played Skyrim for a while and thought it was kind of cool. But like I, I find that most of those, um, I don't know, night wizard crap games <laughs> they're like I just can't like it gets grindy and like okay. it's just like you have to. I don't know. It's just, when I when I play these games, like to be honest with you, like my favorite type of games are the ones that give you a storyline mm-hmm. and that are very cinematic. So like the oh. Uncharted series, mm-hmm. those were some of my favorites. And I've played all the um, what are the big ones? Um, Laura Croft. What is that? Oh, uh, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Uh, love those yeah because it's like it's an adventure game kind of i mean that's both of those genres right there yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's just it's something that i can play through i can probably beat it in like a couple weekends but i can it's like i'm it's like i'm playing a movie yeah you know it's like as the cut scene is happening you know you can hit buttons and like you're jumping from like one wing of the plane uh, to the other as it falls off and it's just like all these things are happening and i don't have to like build my life level throughout you know i'm like oh i want to get to level 50 because then when i get to level 50 i can craft this and like i start to lose interest at that point because a lot of times like you die and you lose everything or i don't know it's just like that grind of like building up and yeah you know i I will be honest like i enjoyed what was the game we played for a while there valheim Um, valheim like valheim was fun but you know why i thought it was fun building building yeah and like a lot of times I'll just, I, like that a lot. I used to just pull up Sims and just build houses because it yeah. was like a cool way yeah. to like do something creative. We should go back to Valheim for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you, I still, when you get a computer that can play. Yeah, I just can't play. So yeah. I wish it was on console. And the yeah. reason I play console is just easy. It's like I can, yeah. it, I can download a game and I can play because I just don't have time to mess with like all the settings and yeah, make sure yeah. it runs well. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I am fully on board. Like PC gaming, there's nothing better. And I and keyboard and mouse, nothing better. I will. 100% there. Love it. Have always loved it. Um, but it's just so much easier for me to just like be able to, yeah. sh- I want to go on and shut off my brain and just like enjoy a little bit no, of time and have real thing. no stakes. Yep. Yeah. I was um, like, we've, we've been putting in some crazy hours and it's like, oh, I finally get time to play a video game. Yeah. I spent two hours troubleshooting the uh, Elden Ring because my graphics card is older. Yeah. I would love to buy a new one at, at MSRP. <laughs> I would one. love to buy it. I would love to update my computer, but the problem is nothing's available thanks to 
you know, tax shortages in general. Um, most of the platinum in the world comes from Russia, majority of the platinum. So that's kind of a really? bummer. Uh, majority of, that. there's a mineral that comes from Ukraine. I don't remember what that mineral uh, is that we use for, great. I think it's for silicon. Yeah, there, there's a couple things. <laughs> like like the world's 90% of supply of neon is also neon that's what it is also from yeah that's important with the manufacturing of silicon silicon yep uh, i don't know how it's used i think it's with lasers something yeah. really cool lasers so, well you know geopolitical <laughs> sucks and all but we've yes. also had two uh people's lives are worth more than graphics cards for oh, one for sure yes. however yeah, we're definitely we, not saying that and you know people's lives are <laughs> worth sucks. <laughs> however ah, we've uh, dang it, we've run a trend in the last three years of uh you know yeah supply chains shortages are kind of a big deal thanks to the the c word that we, you know the big old <laughs> the rona the, the rona oh, i was like what the c word <laughs> <laughs> and then um and then also you know world war three so yep. we're uh, <laughs> and for trip. that for that reason, I spent two hours playing trying to get a video game to work, and I yep. should and I can't even buy a console to do the whole. I was gonna turn say, it yeah, on and play it because those luck. are gone too. Yeah. So I, I was watching a review. Of <laughs> I should sell my Xbox. <laughs> you make so much money. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> you should. You make Dude, a lot I got of a, money. I got a 360. I guarantee I'd make six hundred dollars on yeah. that. Just boop. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, I have a One X, so. Yeah. I saw a review of one of the new games that came out. Uh, it was by uh, Dunkey on YouTube. And he said the, the world was gifted 10 PS5s. Oh and my I gosh. got one of them. It's <laughs> <laughs> like none of those things have existed forever. It's yeah. Like I have never seen one in person. A I PS5? just don't know. Yeah. I haven't seen a PS5 I've or an both. Xbox One. Plus X ten. I don't know what it's called. I've series. Series. Series X. Yeah. I've seen both because I go in a lot of people's houses on a weekly basis. Uh, so you know the rich people. No? Actually you'd be surprised. <laughs> oh, you're talking about going for photo shoots? Yes. Oh wow, they're showing off their bougie PlayStation Five. Yeah, there was whether well, I'll be honest with you. Um I prefer the form factor of the Xbox. I know it's I know it's just like a cube. A, you know, an cube, elongated like cube, but yeah. like the sizing of it, a PS5 is it's a lot smaller, freaking it? huge. Yeah, like the first one I saw was like that's an art piece. Whoa! Yeah. Like you're, it has to sit out because you can't fit that in an entertainment center. And the Xbox, yeah. I was like, okay, I dig that. Like it's it's a good size. The classic. Uh, uh, I mean, it, it is called like an a Xbox. VCR. Yeah, it's a box. So I mean, yeah. it, it should should be designed as one. It was literally named by engineers. So it was like the most uncreative thing. I like Cause, it. Because the, the reason why it's called what that... What are you saying? Is, ...is the uh, technology that's used to make things 3D on the screen. It's called DirectX. <laughs> yes. And they put it in a box, and they called it the DirectX box. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that's too long. They just cut off the Direct. And, and Bill Gates was like, yes, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'm going to go make a charity now. Bye. <laughs> 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 oh man where are we at on time uh, yeah. I lost track I want to I lost track too I, go I think it. it's time to wrap up let's wrap up I want to go to bed yeah I'm tired alright well I'm tired running a company tell us about stuff uh, I guess yeah, thanks for watching Cole what's yeah. the stuff yeah for sure tell us the yeah stuff, first man. off yeah no I like that thank you 
to all the people that have been watching, especially thank you to the people who have actually like, Comment sorry, watching and listening. Boy. Yes. Um, <laughs> but thank you for Ooh. sticking around this long. Tell your friends though. That would be awesome. Leave us a review on Apple podcast or leave, every, us a, leave us a comment on so YouTube. So many of them have review systems now. It's kind of nice. Yeah. No, it would be awesome. It helps us a ton. You guys have no idea how much <laughs> it helps all. us. Go listen everywhere. It's so nice yes. to have review systems, which may be used. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah. If this is your first time listening, you can also watch yeah. us. You can find us on YouTube. You know, and if you want to see like the other things that we're doing, go to Triflix LLC Instagram or on Facebook. Um, we also post a bunch of cool clips and things to um, our Triflix cast Instagram page. Um, so check out all of those profiles. Maybe you've heard this and you think, wow, those guys are awesome at running companies and making... Uh, um, those things, uh, videos, <laughs> websites. Wow, I can't photos, believe I can't get it out. Media uh, and the graphics, <laughs> graphics department <laughs> and got cut. It's gone. Guy. It's gone. It's right. absolutely gone. We're awesome. Hire us. Yeah. Love uh, you guys. Also, uh, there's another place you can review. Go to Google. Just write, write a review. Just give us five stars. That'd be and, awesome. Um, we yeah. won't pay you anything. We're not going to give you anything in return if you do. We just want five stars. Yep. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll love you forever. Don't yeah. forget. No, I won't love you. Have a good day.